and welcome to our morning take. My name is Frank Johnson. And I'm Abraham Lawrence. It is a Monday, and you know how much I hate Mondays. Oh, man, I know. I know. You hate Mondays. Man, we're really going for it today, though. You know why I hate Mondays? Why? Because I wish it could always just be Sunday. Mm. I love Sunday. I love preaching. I love being in God's house. Amen. You know what? One day's coming, every day's going to be Sunday. <laughs> it's February the 18th. We're a little bit past halfway in Black History Month. And uh, we're going to depart from that just a little bit this week. We might. Uh, you said you, the, oh, there was a black woman that did something? What did she do? Invented something? She invented the closed-circuit television. Closed-circuit television. CC, yes. CCTV, right? Yes. That's what they call it, CCTV? Yes. We're going to talk about her a little bit later on in the week. Um. But today we thought uh, we would, since it is Black History Month, and since your birthday was this month, and since your name is Abraham, we thought we would just talk a little bit about the original Abraham. What do you think? Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> you see how we came up with that? I was like, where is he going with This that? is how we do podcast prep. <laughs> see, your name is Abraham. Let's talk about Abraham. Do you know that the Lord actually spoke to Abraham? He did? Yeah, I mean, I'm, no, I'm, I'm being no, serious. No, no, The Lord actually spoke to Abraham. We we don't really, uh, we were talking about this on a Sunday night. We were talking about experiencing God, yes. about how God speaks to us. Now, God has written word. We have a written word in front of us now. We have, we have God's word, and God literally speaks to us right through yes. this word. Yes, he does. So one of Abraham and I's prayer to you, guys out there that are watching or that are listening to the podcast, is that you will hear God speaking to you through his own word. He promises that his sheep will hear his voice. Amen. So we like to think that. But yeah, God uh, actually spoke to Abraham in an audible voice so that he knew who this guy was. And I think it's amazing that uh, Abram listened because the world, even at this point, even this is after the flood, Several generations down. Do you realize that uh, Ham was still alive? Yeah. When Abram was still a boy. Up until I believe Abraham was about 50, 50 years old. Abram was about 50 years old, I believe, when Ham died. Yeah, so Ham's got to be. And this is Noah's son, by the right, way. Right, right, right. But what I'm yeah. saying is like, because Terah's Abraham's dad, so Ham's got to be like what? I don't know, but. The, directly. But like, the reason that I say that is because he could literally sit at, at Ham's house. And hear what actually happened, yeah. how his dad for a hundred years built an ark, what that journey was like for a year, what it was like to come back to earth as just eight people. Yep. And now here we are today. They're all over the place again. Families are everywhere. And it's because they do live such a long time. Yeah. And generations still are just 20 years. I'm going to just throw this in there. Go. I can tell you right now, if Abraham was there, Abraham Jr., yeah. my son. Yeah. He would be like, what did it smell like in there with all those animals? <laughs> I mean, it's a fair question. You, know? you said at the end of a podcast once, yes, uh, that as we were yes, cutting the podcast, yes, you said, yes. did God cause the animals to sleep? Yeah. I mean, that's a, what, fair, for a, year? That's a fair question. For a year? Think about the chaos in there. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, you know. Just, no, I don't want to, really. Yeah, okay. You know, anyway. that's part of the movie in my head. I, it's like, yeah. Poor Noah. Yeah, I know, right? No wonder he planted a vineyard when he got out, right? The giraffes are <laughs> at it again. 
I'm partying after all that too. Hey, I survived that. You're right. He had a shirt, so I, I, knew I survived the flood. That. I knew you were going to say that. But but that's not what his shirt said. You would think that it would say I survived the flood. No, it said I survived 1,573 animals all pooping on one ark. I just came from the other side, and I got all I got was this lousy T-shirt. <laughs> that was Ham. That's all Ham got. He he gave that to uh, Abram. <laughs> The Lord said to Abram in an audible voice, Go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to a land which I will show you, and I will make you a great nation. I'll bless you. I'll make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. And in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. All. The families of the earth will be blessed. This had to be uh, pretty meaningful to Abraham because, like I said, he's heard the story of the flood. Yes. And his family is the only one that came out of the flood. And even though the world is a big place now, it's still one family. It's all Noah's family. You'd agree with that, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, you go and go into it initially, and the first thing is like, Leave this place, you know, just think of, you know, this is all you've ever known. You know, all your people are here. Haran. You know, and, you know, you hear this voice of God saying, I want you to leave here. But then you hear everything he says. I will bless you and I will curse those that curse you like, man, that's deep. Now, Haran is, a, uh, according to the map that I'm looking at right here, uh, it's about 300 miles from Jerusalem. Mm. So that was a little bit of a trek. That is. They generally only go about uh, maybe 20 miles a day. That would be good. That would be doing good. Yeah. 20 miles a day. I mean, I know you're not a historian, so what would be modern-day Haran right now? Uh, If you're looking at it, it would be uh, in Syria. It would be at the base of the mountains of Turkey. Wow. On the Syrian-Turkey border. By the way, uh, I know we're pre-recorded. Uh, but over the weekend, which now is going to be, this is yeah. going to be broadcast next yes. week, but there was a 7.8 magnitude uh, earthquake that's killed how many, about 1,300 people, 13, right? About 1,300. And then many others that are trapped. And They're so still the, trying to locate people. The death toll will probably go up from that. But I use that to teach my science class that that seems like a, a horrendous thing. But guess what's going to happen during the tribulation? Mm. Earthquake upon earthquake upon earthquake, a third. There's 8 billion people living on this planet. Now, I'm assuming if you believe in a rapture and you believe in a pre-trib rapture, I know I can guarantee you right now there's not more than 500 million Christians in the whole planet. So you're still 7.5 billion people probably left on this earth. Yep. And when you're talking a third of that, that's well over 2 billion people that all die at once. You, you can't bury those people. Nope. You can't process all that. And so, and it's from these earthquakes and everything that God brings on the earth. It, I don't know. It was just, it was moving to me over the weekend because that seemed horrendous, but yet that's going to be nothing. That's going to be a walk in the park. Oh, yeah. To what's going to happen in the day of the Lord. But yeah, uh, it's where the Euphrates and Tigris River all come, uh, they, they flow out of that. If you, have a mo- if you have a map, it's always good to like look at these things right here. But that's where his journey started. Mm-hmm. Haran, that was his dad's house. Because he's from Ur, and that was just a little bit further east. Yeah. 
in fact, it's quite a bit. Here, here's the thing right here. Uh, people talk about, well, he just, uh, he didn't leave Haran until his dad died. But Ur is almost at the Persian Gulf. That's way east of the promised land or even Haran. So if this is right, 200 miles, Haran is close to 500 miles from Ur. Talk about your pilgrimage. And then it's another 300 miles to the promised land. So he literally traveled 500 miles just to get back to where his dad was. Mm. So, yeah, he lived pretty close to the Persian Gulf. I imagine that was fertile, green. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. Here's one of the other key things. It just says he departed. He didn't negotiate. He just went. It does say, so Abraham went forth. Yeah. Didn't say he thought about it or he questioned God. We're going to unpack this all week, folks. It's going to be some good stuff. But he didn't go by himself. No, he did not. Took this guy named Lot. Uh Uh-oh. Problems coming. You know it.